Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you at this time. For more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, how you can come alongside of us, who we are as a church, what we believe, who we are as a church staff, Uh, service times, church address, and even how to give to New Horizons, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net. You can find all the information you need to know about us there. If you should choose to give to New Horizons ministry, please understand that 100% of everything you give goes directly into this ministry so that we can continue reaching people through the internet and the airwaves. But more than anything, dear brother and sister, what you can do for us at Flat Creek is pray for us. We always need your prayers. So please pray for us that God might continue to use us in this day and age to be a bright shining light for him. Now today we're going to continue walking through Mark 11 and looking at these final hours, final days of the life of Jesus. Now yesterday we looked at Palm Sunday, Jesus riding in triumphantly on the back of a donkey and how they chose him as their Passover lamb. Today we're going to see this story of a fig tree that is on the hillside that is not producing fruit. And we're going to see what Jesus does. So I want you to listen to this story. The Bible says, verse 12, The next day, when they came out from Bethany, Jesus was hungry. So here we see the humanity of Jesus. Yes, he is 100% God, but in the flesh, he was 100% man. We see him at times sleeping on boats. We see him in time in grief as he wept at the tomb of Lazarus. We see him other times heavy hearted, such as when he uh, was mourning the death of John the Baptist. We see him at other times compassionate over those who are like sheep without a shepherd. And even here, we see Jesus hungry. The humanity of Jesus is one of the most beautiful things that we see in scripture. Uh, The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter uh, number four, that we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tested in every way that we have been tested yet without sin. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness that we might receive mercy and find our help in our time of need. Now, friends, when we think about that today, understand that Jesus is our great high priest and that we can go to him. We have access to him because his blood has been applied to our lives. And because of that, we can make our petitions be made known to him. And he understands because he's been there. Jesus, the Bible says, was hungry. What a long day he had yesterday as he traveled into Jerusalem and they worshiped him and praised him and chose him to be the lamb which would take away their sin. And now Jesus is hungry. And the Bible says, after seeing in the distance a fig tree with leaves, he went to find out if there was anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. He said to it, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard it. Now, as you are reading this text today, you might scratch your head and say, well, 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 wait a minute. Uh, Isn't Jesus the the son of God? So uh, number one, uh, he should have known from a distance 
whether or not that fig tree had any figs on it. But number two, being the son of God, shouldn't he realize that it wasn't even the season for figs? So why would he even go and approach the tree in the first place? I mean, this doesn't really square up if Jesus is the son of God. How could he not just have that basic knowledge of what season it is? Well, friends, if we, if we look at this from a strictly human standpoint, then you're right. This does kind of make us scratch your head. Also, if we look at this from a purely just a what we see on the page standpoint, once again, we kind of scratch our heads and say, well, you know, what's the deal here? But, but understand, friends, to, to understand this text, you really have to understand the Old Testament. You see, throughout the Old Testament, the nation of Israel uh, sometimes is symbolized by the fig or the fig tree. Now, when God in the Old Testament chose this nation, chose this people, uh, the, the intention was that they would be set apart from all the peoples of the earth and that through them, the world might see what God does through a nation who honors him, fears him, and follows his commands. So as they follow him, they could think back to the covenant with Moses and the law. God said, what? If you do these things, then I will do this. I will bless you in these ways. It was a conditional covenant. And the idea was as they follow him, God would bless them and the world would see the faithfulness of God to a people that would follow him. Well, you know, and I know through Old Testament history that the Jews immediately after making this covenant bowed down and worshiped the calf. And then as you go through the Old Testament, you find over and over again their propensity to sin or their propensity to sin and their propensity to bow down and worship foreign idols. In fact, it got so bad in the 700s BC that the northern tribe, the 10 tribes of the north are led into captivity by the Assyrians. It got so bad in the southern kingdom of Judah and Benjamin that in the 400s BC, uh, the Babylonians come and took them captive because of their idolatry. They have come back to the land now um, but but even now they're in the land and the 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 the, the propensity the uh, the sins the idolatry it continued and, and so it hasn't gotten any better just go read the books of Malachi and see how they had gone back into sin just a short time after coming back from captivity so uh, those same things are in their hearts and so Jesus goes to the fig tree to get a piece of fruit but symbolically what he's doing is he's about to cast judgment on the nation of Israel who is pictured as a fig tree or a fig producing fruit in the Old Testament. He comes to the fig tree, and what does he see? It is bearing no fruit. And what does Jesus do? He condemns it and says, may no one eat fruit from you again. And in essence, what Jesus is doing here is he is condemning and judging the nation of Israel for not producing fruit that the world might see how God would bless a people that follows him. Now, we turn this to both individual and corporate application. In today's 
time after uh, the resurrection of Jesus, now God's chosen people are the church, Jew and Gentile alike coming together in one body, the mystery set apart from the ages. As Paul tells us in Ephesians, we come together in Christ, the body of Christ. And guess what we're to be? We're to be an example. We're to be a testimony to the world of, of what God will do through a people who are holy and fully devoted to him. And the Bible tells us that through the spirit of God, we'll bear forth fruits of the Holy Spirit. However, friends, many times in the church today, we do not see the church bearing fruit. And I wonder today if Jesus wouldn't come to the church and say, you know, you're not producing fruit. So I condemn you. Also, the personal application for the believer. What kind of fruit are you producing? Uh, what, what are you doing to, uh, to, to reach the world with the gospel? What's, what's coming out of you on a daily basis that the world might see that you are a born-again believer in Christ, set apart for redemption and following Christ? What kind of fruit is being produced in your life personally? Would Jesus be pleased? Would he come along to you and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant? Or would he come to you and say, you know, you've never produced fruit for me and I condemn you? It's a good question to think about. As you ponder that today, I pray that God would really just minister to your heart and tell you whether or not you're producing fruit for his glory. May God bless you, and I'll see you next time on New Horizons.